You, you, <laughs> I love it. I love when it. I'm people say you, we're in a bear market, God, that meme is yeah. so forever, forever. I mean, whoever comes up with the Gary Dow and uses that picture, I would mint one of these. My new profile picture. This is free market space. <laughs> tell him he's too high to hit another. <laughs> it was actually the rig taking a. Uh... <laughs> Yo, another wing. What's good? <laughs> we love the lemons. Oh my god, that Dude. one was that was aggressive. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah. Uh, cool good morning dgens what's going on i'm gonna get free market a minute and say gm to all you beautiful mfers chipper how mr sandman ashtray misled society what up kai holograms fucking raving let's go milo to flurlify decoy frank villa it's him another wing is someone hitting a bong? Yes, very much so. Ooh, but I'll give you a hint. Actually, it wasn't me. No. As it was hash oil. I took a dab this morning. Um, I like to take breaks from flour now and again, as it can be very uh, heavy on the lungs. And while that did just sound heavy on the lungs, I can assure you that hash oil is... Uh, Gently. I have, I have, I have co- some concerns about the uh, the state of your lungs. Yep, but it's yeah. okay. I know you'll it's pull right. through. I will. It's all good. You're, you know, I, I don't know if restream changed something. Your profile picture is looking very crisp today. Normally, when you start talking, it goes blurry for some reason. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Yeah, I don't know. Looks good. I am Look at you so. Guys. Mm. You're so what? I'm so mm. just mm? Mm. 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 how's everyone doing today you guys are saying we're in a bear market that's all I see I've been in a bear market this feels like a week off we're in a vacation none of you have seen an NFT bear market now I don't think you'll ever see an NFT bear market like the old days ever again. I just don't think it's possible. This is a new trading paradigm. Yes. So uncharted territory. I, like I'm telling you, in 2019, I you know, except for the brief hot periods, there was no you wouldn't even get OpenSea email. Forget like those stink offers. There were just no emails. Like you didn't you went to manually check your NFTs. People didn't offer you money for them. That was absurd. If you want to know why the AM show changes lives, I'm just going to put this out there. I myself learned live on this show from you that you could change the threshold in which you get emails for WETH offers from OpenSea. Because I'm going to tell you, when you hold a bunch of 
a project that is in demand but is low, you get a lot of fucking emails from them. And uh, yeah. it was life changing to not get 15 emails every time um, Lemons had a new uh, floor change or more, actually, as right. people were bidding right. on them. You know, I, no, I, I, I can't did 15 even lemons imagine. and held them for a while. Can you imagine with a hundred lemons? I mean, I don't even know what that would be. Like I said, and I guarantee once lemons get above one ETH and stay there next time, I'm going to have to up my threshold. You know, I've always had it at one ETH, but even recently that's becoming quite annoying. Um, So yeah, I guarantee when lemons get above one ETH, I'm going to have to change my my threshold much higher or I'm going to be getting a fucking, you know, 200 emails a minute. Rips is saying for some reason he gets zero emails from OpenSea now. Well, my friend, bear market confirmed. Yeah, no, that's rough. That's what is Eden Horde? Why? Why am I missing out on this? Do you know what this is? Yeah, they they got rich Ooh. on something last night that looks <laughs> annoying and terrible, so I'm gonna fud it. <laughs> the AM Fud Show. Yeah. No. I'm just yeah. Look, I, I I'm not in the project. I don't know anything about it. It's a JPEG. Just put, I'll put my fud cannons on. Point me in the direction. Oh, Adventure Time artist. No, you were you were excited. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it turns now. Of course, that moon. He's back. No, we fear we fear what we don't know. But the moment you guys show me something and I like it, I instantly I, I'm not I I don't believe that, you know, belief is the most dangerous force in the entire universe. If you believe anything, you are doomed to a life of misery. I believe nothing. I have my ideas. I have my thoughts. I have and I have my non-negotiables. But yeah. I believe nothing. So, you know, show me I'm wrong and I will instantly uh, I will instantly change. Invisible friends. Someone pointed it out yesterday. I, I saw the actual thing where Sotheby's contacted them. Blew my mind. I didn't believe it. I still think Sotheby's is uh, high on maybe this concentrate, this strawberry diesel I've been smoking. But I was uh, surprised yeah. to see... Um, Serial Club with some Binance NFT partnership too. That was a weird one. Somebody the wording is very strange. Yeah, it's like we read the wording. We unlock whitelist spots. Like I don't know, but if you go on Binance's NFT marketplace too, it's like the whole thing is just like it's a fucking scam. I mean, Serial Club's another fucking scam. These are all of these projects. The you know there are derivatives. I always say this. I think derivative is a terrible generalization of a lot of the stuff that is going on in the market. I don't think derivative should have a negative connotation. Derivative should be uh, used for projects that while they borrow styles or are inspired by styles, it's saying its own thing or bringing a movement forward. Yes, there's right? some good derivatives out there. Fabulous derivatives out there all the time. None of these bring any of their movements forward. Oh, right. Serial club, yeah. So I have Eden Horde pulled up. I'm like, we're not talking about Eden Horde. Uh, you know, put it put it down. <laughs> no, I mean wh- That's who my wouldn't fault. think who wouldn't think at Adventure Time NFT would moon? Was this a mystery to anyone? Did did were there people who did not believe in Eden Horde? I mean that's an obvious buy. Uh I don't know. That's all I'm saying. 
I don't know, but 0.84 floor. Nice little cook for you, DGens. Beautiful. 0.145 mint price. See, that's that's the one thing yeah, that's funny bear to market. me. Yeah, that, that's the one thing that's funny to me is that, like, if this had come out at 0.145 two months ago, everyone would be like, are you fucking kidding me? And now it's just like, that's like a cheap degen mint. <laughs> yeah. I did not see the ethics post uh, on Serial Club. Yes. And nor I did I up. see... Nor did I see the ethics post on Squiggles. This is this is nothing to well, do. Ethics didn't do the one on Squiggles, did they? Or they posted it from right. a different account because they were banned at the time. I don't yes. remember. Which one. Just like derivative is a terrible generalization to describe cash grabs that aren't here for the long run. So is uh, so, to call. Well, all of these things scams is also wrong. It's not a. It's not necessarily a scam, but you have to recognize if something hasn't made its case to exist, then it has no longevity, and there is no case for this to exist. This is not. This is not bringing anything forward. Yeah, and I don't know how to quantify that for you. You're just going to have to see. People are saying ethics posts on. Serial Club was so stupid, and you do believe that Serial Club is a scam. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about it because all of the red flags are there. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm not. It, it's. I'll bring it up. We we can just you know throw it out on the table, and uh, and, and figure it out. Um, Milo saying you actually had a date and missed out on the mints. Sometimes IRL is all right. It's uh, it's it's okay. You, you. I hope you had a good date. I hope it was fun. Squiggles to. Oh God, I'm not even saying that. What's going on? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to do a drum roll? Do you want to do the thing, or are we just good vibing for a little bit? I'm cool with whatever. All right, let's do it. GM DJs and welcome to the Tuesday. February 15th edition of the AM show episode number 72 hosted live on YouTube and Twitch and recorded for you DJs as always on Spotify and Apple music. I want to thank everybody for showing up today. I am your host R2 DJ and I am joined with me as always free market capitalist. Hey now. Hey now. What WTF? What is going on? We in a bear market? I don't think so. It's been a time of reflection, a time to reset. There was a lot of big things that happened over the last few weeks that were delayed and, you know, rugged and just there was a lot of things going on. And now we're just in this period where things aren't going on as much. And that's okay. I don't think that that's a bear market. I think that it's it's all right to have a little bit of a reset, have a little bit of a, you know, breather, a vacation. You guys get so worked up when there's three days of nothing really going on, but that's okay. Just enjoy. Milo went on a date. Go on a date. It's all good. Free market. How was your Monday? My Monday was great. I had a good time. There were some mints yesterday that were hot. I was watching our homies in the DGen Dojo, killing it as usual. And now today we have Milk and Cooltopia debuting. And Finally going down. Yep. Holy shit. We get Pixel Lemons. I, I, I don't even know if I can contain myself. The, the Little Lemon Friends have a big media schedule today. They are 
coming on the morning squeeze first, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern with Michael Rip and myself. They are holding their own spaces at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and then capping off with the unofficial devs tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. So we have a triple header today. And I am so pumped for these Pixel 11s. Oh, my God. It is the oh, uh, the next iteration of uh, the Lemon Friends. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about it a bunch on the show, but I think it's a great way of furthering the progress of Lemon Friends without diluting the progress of Lemon Friends. Uh, you know, we are often pretty critical of projects that you know, a month or two away from their first initial drop are already releasing companions and, you know, when token and all of this stuff. And it works for some. And I think for most it, uh, it kills the experience. I think lemons is, uh, is doing something really interesting there. So I have it pulled up. We can talk about that a little bit more, the dynamics of it again. Um, and you know, maybe we'll, now that we are kind of on the precipice of this releasing, we can talk about, you know, where you think lemon friends is going to go next. I mean, you're not officially a part of it, but you know, you are very, very much in that community and, uh, I'm not even on un- it. You're I'm not, you're not even, even un- you're officially I'm not even unofficial. unofficially a part of it. There's a group right. called the unofficial devs and I haven't been asked to be an, so I'm an unofficial unofficial dev. Yes. I think, would be the best, would be the best way to put it. I don't know why I haven't been asked, but it is what it is. And if my, like, I think what people don't understand about how revolutionary this is, like this is a small niche product project. They did not take in a ton of money on the mint. And they take very, very low royalties compared to most projects. All right. What they're doing here by percent. Yeah, exactly. That's low as fuck. You never hear, you don't hear anything. All you heard from the traders in the DGen dojo was Sneers isn't doing enough. He just got all this money. Why isn't he doing more? I mean, they go from 0.02 to 1.5 in a month, less than a month. Why isn't he doing more? They release merch. Why isn't he doing more? They literally have metaverse-ready lemons about to launch. What isn't he doing more? And then, and then, on top of all of this, I want you to understand how he's doing this and how he's approaching this is something a project with $10 million would do. What he is doing here is technologically incredible. In the in the, that he is doing what Doodles is doing by creating a new NFT that is part of your NFT doesn't dilute the supply. You can switch whenever you want, but more importantly, he's supporting the idea of a Web three identity. We talked about it before. If the pixels were a separate NFT, whether it was on Polygon or Ethereum, somebody could buy that Pixel Lemon go into the metaverse with it and theoretically impersonate the person who uses the PFP lemon in their PFP. It would make no sense for these to be separate when viewed through the lens of we're going into the metaverse. Now it would make terms for them to be separate in the view of, well, we, we are, we want to do a cash grab. Let's pump out mutants and a token within a month of our collection existing. No. Okay. Cenarius understands for a lot of people that bought this at 0.02, this is their first NFT. This is their Web3 identity. Now he is bolstering that. He is making it so that you can go into any metaverse you want, whether it's Worldwide Web3, DCL, 
or Sandbox. And this is the type of thing that a company like Cool Cats would do, that a, a company like Doodles would do for in, Little Lemons. Yeah. If you were in Sandbox or DCL and it's in full like 3D, if there were, you know, there are 3D models of these, how big would the lemons be? Are, are we talking like a regular lemon size? Like they would just no. be running around the feet of like a, I still um, a cyber Kong or something. I still think we don't know in my or like, mind. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they were like fucking massive? It would, but here's what I think they are. I think <laughs> they come up to about the waist of your average person. That's actually terrifying. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the, that's the only size I didn't want it to be. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm thinking they are lemon I'm thinking they are like little lemon creatures that are about the size of a leprechaun or a dwarf or a gnome in Nordic culture. That is a big dog. That yeah, that's how I've always pictured it. Okay. Um, we will see once we get into these metaverse. I mean, World Wide Web three. It seems everyone's about the same size. They make all the characters about the same size, like equal. I think in DCL or the sandbox isn't out yet, but I think in DCL it's much, you have a lot more leeway. I don't know. We'll find out. This is going to be great. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going like, it needs to be like the size of like a, a normal lemon. Like you want to see like hundreds of little lemons running together, like scurrying between like, um, you know, uh, a, a cyber Kong's feet as they're like <laughs> walking around or like the size of like the stay puffed <laughs> thing in uh, ghostbusters. Like, just like ter- uh, terrifyingly large, like look at Matt's, look at Matt's comment too. Terrifyingly large, or what if they were super small, like tennis balls, but they hunt in packs of thousands, just yeah, a wave that's, of yellow that's how coming I'm over the it. hill. Yeah, like oh those little, God. like the little dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, where they're just Plus, like tons of them. I love it because we wouldn't have to interact with you non-lemons. You would all be up there in the misery and pain, you know, with the punks and the edge talking about whatever. And we would just all be happy lemons down there living our lives next to mushrooms. You know, like this, this, I'm loving this. I am loving this. I want super small now, Matt. I'm with you. I'm well, the good news is, like, you will only have to buy one small plot on on Sandbox to, like, yes! house the entire party. Yes, think about the brilliance. It's and cost-effective, environmentally yes. friendly, probably, which is good and for the we, lemon trees. This is great we, stuff. How are you not an official dev? Yo, and if we ever had to get into, like, one of these DCL parties by Tropics, we could all stand on each other's shoulders <laughs> and get a trench coat. <laughs> And then go in that way. I think that would be. The, I was picturing the, more the like you know, solution. Like those packs of fish that like change their shape to look like a big fish or something. Like you guys just like make that jacked lemon out of little lemons. I don't think the metaverse is, is ready for the lemon invasion. I don't think people realize the value at like I've ke- I kept saying this guy. You guys just like all pile up onto each other and make yo. this. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if like buff lemon was something you could grow into? Like you all start as these lemons. And one of the things you could do was turn into a buff lemon by like doing something that he that. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Centraland Gold's Gym. I don't understand. Lemons are the most slept on project. Uh, that has launched in the last couple. The the fact that cool mans are two, alien friends are two, 
and Little Lemons are sitting there at 0.4 is, except for Begone Punks in a historic sense, the, the biggest blind spot in the entire market. This is a man. Man, this is really this. I can't even with this. This is uh oh, I'm sorry, Rips. I remember that. I know he, he sold his one of one pre reveal. Which one of but one? But you was have that? to not to like dig up old history. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was a bet. It, it was the it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. It happens. You, you you have to you have to have a a a plan as to what you're doing with stuff and you know overextending your yourself. Yeah, it was the one with the light up eyes and the green, like all the yes. mutants. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it just sold for twenty ETH. Very Don't recently. Just, oh, he he, he said, said it. it. Okay, okay. He I was did. like, dude. I'm not, <laughs> By I'm the not way. breaking him yeah, news yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, and okay. don't worry, I won't tell him when it sells for a hundred ETH in about three months. Yeah. I, I won't. I in, won't break in, that news in on Twitter it. DMs. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you look at what Cenarius is doing and it's almost it's almost like they're giving you like it's misdirection. It's an illusion. They look like this small little project that is like, oh, you know, we're just here to exist, blah, blah, blah. blah. But when you look at what he's actually doing, like this is going to be a global media and fashion brand. All right, world. He's literally telling you. He's telling you, but you laugh it off because it's like, oh, ha ha ha, cute lemon on top of a lemon world. No, all right. This is the next cool cats. I don't know how to be more clear about it. I am so bullish on lemons, and these pixel lemons are just a big reason because it really, really shows you what I've always said. After that interview was when I knew I was going to go harder on this project than I had even expected before. And this is basically bearing that out. It's like, yes, what I saw in the interview is playing out in front of my eyes. It's all coming to life. I got to say, I I don't know. The 3D voxel um, stuff doesn't always do it for me. I don't know why I just don't like those projects. I feel like I would like a like more of like a high quality 3D render of these little guys. Well, I know who the first tennis ball army horde is going after now. Don't be talking about my voxel lemon. I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm allowed to have an opinion, man. Sure. Were they how they say they are a brand? I don't know what. Every no, week Zuki. I've been Azuki. You say, oh, oh like how they say how they say they are a brand. It's like all right, I, all right, I, ribs, ribs. I I think Azuki has a good chance to be a brand. Yes. You know, you branding. I think I'm literally looking at a 15 ETH baby kaiju right now. Like in very, very soon, that kaiju you have with one of my favorite traits, which is the bandana, the windy, windswept bandana. um, That's going to be a 15 ETH kaiju very, very soon. You have nothing to to be unhappy about, young rips. You are going to do very well. GMI, my, my friend. JCV saying every week I've been turning my common lemons into rare lemons I find on the floor. That's dude, I mean, dude, brilliant. Honestly, let me, and yeah. it, it's so funny that when people just need liquidity, they'll just throw it down. It's one of the things like don't buy rares or don't hold on to rares if you need to like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta be willing to sell it. Like if you, 
if you um if you hold a, if you mint a project and you hold it through reveal and say you mint um five of them and one of them is a rare and you you know you're the type of person I'm not this isn't a criticism but you're going to you're going to need to sell it at some point or you're willing to sell it sell that rare right off the bat right off the bat right because it, when it comes down to trying to free up liquidity and you have like a pretty good rarity nft you can't just fucking sell that thing on a whim you know you got to list it and you got to you got to let it out there for a while and it's such and, a shame and this is why jcv is finding a great opportunity of just people that are just like i just need to get rid of this thing and he's just flipping a common for a rare and not burning any liquidity in doing so i think it's brilliant play plus there is a cycle to things okay and it there is a pattern you can follow with every single collection Okay, that is in the beginning, the rares are inflated. You sell the rares. The moment reveal happens, you can get a premium on the rares from people who really want them. Then if you put all of that into floors, Mm -hmm. you will actually get a bigger percentage on that initial pump. Okay, had you held a floor lemon when they pulled back the first time, let's say you sold your rares into the first pump up to point two, okay? And then you bought back floor lemons when they fell back under point one. You made 15X on your way to the top previously. Those rares didn't, you know, a rare you sold for two ETH didn't go to 30 ETH on that, on that run, all right? So now it's different. Now we've had a big pump up to 1.5. The commons got frothy. They've pulled all the way back. And as R2 said, we're in a period where people feel lemons are not dead like they're going to zero, just nothing's happening. It's staying at the same price. They've been 0.4, 0.5 for weeks, weeks, almost a month. So it's just like anytime somebody who has some needs liquidity, they know they can go there for easy liquidity. Yeah, you only... You only re-get that premium on the rares once the volume picks back up into a, right. a, a new new high. You will. Like if 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 little lemon friends right now were to start really making a run for one ETH, you are going to see people start to try and pick up um rares uh up well above floor to yeah. to get there, right? Um, especially ones that were listed. Like if somebody listed a black background right now for 1.25 all of a sudden the floor starts really making a run for one ETH. The the gap on that is getting very, very close. And now people will start to pick those up. But in a flat volume market, unless somebody is like specifically making a collection of like, I want to get all of, you know, the samurai hats or as many of this as I can. Um, I mean, you're, you're just, you're never going to get the premium that that rarity deserves in a, a very flat, <clears throat> low volume market. So this is the and best I, time to buy rares. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's what JCV is doing. And I wanted to actually go back to your initial point too. Like even ones that, <coughs> excuse me, once that reveal happens, and you see that there's rares if you don't want to lower your exposure to the project like if you don't plan on selling any of these off it is a great time to sell one of your rares for an inflated premium and then use all of that funds to put it back into the floor like you said because the floors are really the only ones that are truly liquid and i'm going to air quote because they're not even always liquid but they're the only ones that you can really just like peel off when you need to for the price that they deserve right and I saw somebody ask, should I buy a lemon with my 0. 0.4? 
And the issue is if that's all you have, I'd probably wait for new mints that are cheap instead of buying something on the secondary uh, with all of your liquidity, just in general. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if you were to start shopping for lemons right now, I would, I would say I wouldn't be putting, you know, more than 20% tops of your liquidity into one NFT. And that's only like, if you really, really believe it and you know, you're not doing, I I don't know. Different people have different thresholds. Somebody like a really good, like professional trade, your trader will tell you, you shouldn't put any more than 5% into one NFT, but that can get really tricky. So, right. And right now, I'm just saying though, if you if you have liquidity, I would be shopping for rares in a big, big way. Because on the next move, if the floor got back to 1.5 or 2, it would really be the rares that would move. And I actually think have a better percentage gain compared to the floors. If floors go 3x, I think rares will go 4 to 5x at least, mm-hmm. right? And then on the next cycle, it's the same thing. If you're trading... You'd want to get rid of your rares on that next big pump, okay? Because, of course, everything's going to pull back, and it's going to be the same situation. The floors will get will, will pull back to one or wherever it pulls back to. People sit for two or three weeks, need liquidity at some point, and start papering yeah. rares close to the floor. Same side. When, when Lemons made that run up to one ETH, I mean, I only sold one. Yes. Yep. And I yep. sold it. It was a mushroom cap with uh, the 3D glasses, and I got 2.6 ETH for it. Wow. I never would have been able to get that if it hadn't been during that volume. And I feel much better about just selling that one than selling four floors or five floors to get there. And now holding that mushroom cap in this, again, like from a trader's perspective, right. realistically, the reason I only wanted to sell one was because I still want as much exposure to lemons while you know grabbing some of the mm-hmm. extra liquidity during that volume. However, that was the thing. Uh, JWRS is saying, I was able to make a catch just yesterday and get a thousand rarity lemon on the floor. It's funny to know that we are on the verge of something really big for lemons, but people continue to sleep on lemons. Yeah. Well, uh, I will say this is an interesting statement too, right? Because um, when you specialize in one particular niche, i.e. lemons, or you see this in the traditional world where people will um, you know, specifically focus on like fine china or um, you know, lamps or uh, you know, furniture or something like that, right? Specialized knowledge will allow you to walk into a flea market or an auction or something and find something that has a lot more value than it does because those people are just out there selling it. And that's that's one of the reasons why like having highly specialized knowledge in one particular project, especially one that, you know, feels like it's on the verge of of continual relevance is really great because you're going to find those opportunities that other people frankly just don't know that they have or that they're even looking at. Right. And I JCV also points out this is this is my one of my favorite indicators uh, are the rares. It's the it's a much better indicator than floors, right? Rares usually fly before the pump. Okay, it's happening right now with Coolmans. Every day there's ten ETH sales. Yes, it's exactly what you're seeing right now. You are seeing huge sales in Coolmans. There was over a twenty ETH sale the other day, and people know. I'm very bullish on lemons, but for the last three weeks, everyone's asking me about price. I'm like, I don't know. I know they're going to get there, but don't ask me when. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Just last week, I really started being pretty emphatic that lemons are about to move. Lemons are about to, like, it feels like it. And I'm willing to put my neck out there specifically because 
the rares the last few days have been moving like crazy. I, I have seen a lot of one and two ETH sales on lemons. And while that's not huge, we haven't seen any for a long time. You would see them maybe once a week. Now, over the last few days, you're seeing two or three a day. The rares are starting to move because the whales know something is coming, and it is. And that's that's always a great indicator. And early on, when you see a collection pumping, whether people are willing to pay 5, 10, 20 ETH for rares is an indication of whether this collection will have legs long term. So always watch the rares. It's, uh, they guide the market. Cool. Yeah. I mean, lemons was going to be a segment of the show, but I mean, I think we just uh, nailed that one out there. It was perfect. Great discussion. Um, I guess if you want, we could just talk about the crypto market again, like we normally do, uh, obviously a little bit earlier in the show, typically. But um, Bitcoin and Ethereum kind of had that bounce back up, like you were mentioning, you know, looking at looking for that uh, to touch that support level of um you know, 2,800 somewhere in there, it bounced off it a couple of times. And then yesterday we saw, you know, right now we're sitting at a 6.2% increase over uh, 24 hours ago. And yeah, headed back up to 3,200. Are we, you know, in for some more trading amongst this range? Or do you think that this is uh, maybe a breakout moment for, for Ethereum and the crypto market? It's sitting at about $2 trillion total. We will see. There was a very interesting print this morning on PPI, which is the Producer Price Index, and it came in at a 9.7% today. Yeah, I have that up on the screen now. Yeah, they were expecting 9% now. You know, bottom line, the media is going to pick this up as 10% inflation. That's pretty damn scary. As we know, 2% is the upper threshold of what the Fed tends to target. Now, Everyone is worried about the Fed raising next month. But you have to understand that the Fed doesn't even have to raise short-term interest rates to make interest rates go up. All they have to do is signal that they're going to do it, and rates will start to naturally rise. So people start to get very aggressive about, well, if the Fed doesn't do this, if the Fed doesn't do this. They have a lot of tools in their arsenal that people tend to ignore, just like this idea that all they have to do is signal. And you can see mortgage rates have basically been in an up-only situation from about 2.2% all the way to above 3%. Now, that is a pure function of the Fed signaling they're going to raise rates. They will probably raise rates next month, but it will not be as much as they have said. Right now, I think markets... And crypto are going to be in a holding pattern and consolidate. Can Ethereum maybe break out of it and break and and break out because there is industry specific news with it? It's possible, but I do think macro is still guiding everything. So I I expect more consolidation. I think ETH will still have a tough time getting above thirty two hundred. I still think. It makes kind of a weaker chart. If it does, we do want it to consolidate a little longer here. So that's what I'm expecting it to do, especially with everyone's in a wait and see mode right now. It seems to fit into that. But I am watching the previous high of 3250 to see if we do break out to the upside. Um, on on Ethereum. Sorry, yes, on what, ETH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, yeah, the local high. I got gotcha, you for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, the I was trying to put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, that's not the high, is it? I'm like, yeah, I, right. Short term memory loss. No, I mean, it's uh, there was definitely a strong, strong bounce there, and it's uh, it's feeling pretty good. I mean, I mean, some people will look at this little bit of a six percent run as to you know why NFTs are cooling off or whatever, but I just don't think that's the case. I just think you're seeing some volume dry up on some of the other projects, and you know. People are people are taking a breather. This is a not a range that we are typically unfamiliar with. We have been around this three thousand dollar mark plenty of times in the last year, um, yeah. and it hasn't been a dramatic. I mean, I get it when you start going up twenty percent and people start realizing that they can cash something out for like a substantial amount of money more than what they had before. You start to put some different dynamics on the table, but uh, but yeah, the uh, that 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 inflation number is very very high for for business. I also saw something um, just about how uh, the average um, wage has been growing, but growing less fast than inflation at about one and I think it was like 1.2% per month as well. So uh, I think people are starting to feel a little bit of a squeeze when you're, you know, going to the grocery store or uh, hitting up the no gas question. pump or whatever. Yeah. And here's what I just want to, here's the whole point of all of it, right? It's going to feel worse right before it starts to get better. So I think my overarching point here is markets, bears, media, the way it all works is they will always have you going into what is the extreme peak of bear. Like right now, we have crazy inflation, we have global war, and we have the Fed about to raise interest rates for the first time in year. I don't think anyone who doesn't understand traditional markets understands how big a deal that is. The Fed raising rates is everything, right? So they will make you feel like going into it, it's the worst situation we get. Everything is going to collapse when in reality, we're getting close to peak hysteria. Like the Fed will raise, there will be an instant scary reaction to it. And then I think we will find footing and get above where we even were before. I think we're going to get to new highs on Ethereum. I think we're going to get to new highs on the market. I think we will briefly breach those. And then inflation will rear its ugly head again. And we're going to be smacked back down into range. But notice what they're doing. As we're about to enter a very bullish period for markets and coins, which is going to be about uh, three weeks or four weeks from now. They're telling you everything's about to get very bad. So it's like they're juxing you. They're, they're telling you the opposite of what's about to happen, and they're doing it with the evidence you see in front of you. But remember, data is always backwards looking, okay? When you get data, it's showing you what has happened. And the media likes to extrapolate it like this is what's going to happen going forward. Not necessarily. And trend watchers can tell you we're closer to the end of this trend uh, than the beginning or middle. Yeah, love it. I I, um, I I hope so. Honestly, I went to put fucking gas in my car for the first time in like two weeks yesterday, and it was uh, it was painful. I'll tell you that. Right, much. prices aren't going to go down. Okay, when we say that inflation is transient, it doesn't mean prices are going to relax. They're just going to stop going up so fast, and then you're going to see wages catch up and. and all that other stuff so that it flattens out a bit. But no, prices, for the most part, are permanently high. They are permanently going to be here, but you're going to see um, wages and individual personal savings and stuff move in relation to that. 
as they tend to. Definitely. Uh, Mohammed, are we talking about little lemons? We actually just riffed on lemons for about a half an hour there. So you're a little bit late, but we have uh, lots of more NFT talk coming up too. Someone tweeted like, oh, they're talking yeah, about I know. lemons. And then we he hops in and we're like, <laughs> inflation and the Fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on to more glamorous. Put him right back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lemon. yeah. Lemon. Lemon. Um, Coinbase QR code Super Bowl Lemon. ad for free Bitcoin yields over 20 million hits in a minute. The buzzy award winning commercial yielded a historic and unprecedented number of users, said Coinbase. Uh, you always got to take uh, some of the metrics that these companies come out with with a grain of salt. But supposedly in the time that that ad had aired, they had 20 million people that were watching the Super Bowl scan that QR code either for their free $15 in crypto or if you were an existing Coinbase user, the uh, chance at winning a prize. I didn't realize that they had that yesterday when I talked about it. Um, the ad produced by Accenture Interactive won the Clio Awards Super Clio for the best Super Bowl commercial. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It was um, definitely a stark contrast to the the big budget celebrity packed Super Bowl commercials that you normally see from these brands. But yeah, I guess it caused quite a stir. 20 million hits in the span of a minute is really high. Coinbase came out and basically said, you know, we stress tested for millions of interactions within the minute or two. And uh, it even superseded those expectations, which is pretty incredible. Uh, I do think that... Um, this will maybe not right now, but this will have some longer term effects on getting people to sign up for Coinbase because, hey, who doesn't like a free $15? And there's so much crypto exposure. Or a free million. Don't forget or that. Uh, just guys, real quick, if you missed all the news and big game and everything and you're already a Coinbase customer in the Western world, go immediately to your Coinbase app. Uh, right at the top, it'll say our biggest wow. sweeps yet press opt in for a chance to win $3 million and you could win a million bucks. They're giving three people a million dollars in Bitcoin. Uh, you didn't have to press the QR code if you're already a customer. So that was for new people. Get in there quickly. Um, I don't think you can get the 15, obviously, but go in there and uh, yeah, no, no I reason. Wonder, mm, I don't see it as a as oh, a you don't? Canadian. It, let me see if it's only Maybe United it's over. States. It could be over. I don't know. No, I literally uh, oh. just, uh, just did it. I don't know. It could be United States. But yeah, if you're in the U.S. at least and you haven't entered, hey, might as well. Might as well. Oh, there's a bunch of NFT news in this, too. I was just scrolling down. Interesting. Yeah, this but. is only open to legal residents of the 50 United States, uh, excluding Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and all U.S. territories. So. I didn't even see this on Decrypt. It says Proppy's sale of NFT tied. Oh, now it's not loading. My phone's about to die. Whatever. Apparently, a house got sold as an NFT for a lot, and it was cool. Anyways. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's one of the use cases that a lot of people will say it to. I, I have a hard time getting behind the whole like your ho home ownership deed can be. Uh, an NFT. I, I mean, I guess it could be tied to an NFT. There's a lot of ideas that, you know, tracking the history of stuff and like work being done on it. We saw with the uh, um, Alfa Romeos coming with an NFT to kind of track the service record and history of the car, which was kind of cool. But I mean, here's the thing, right? Like if your home ownership deed is an NFT and it's in your wallet and your wallet gets hacked, like that person's just moving in like, no, that's not fucking happening. Right. So um, 
you know, if it's on an immutable ledger, how do you change that? How do you, you, you know, if, and if that's the case, then it's really, <clears> if real a bank robber you know? broke into a bank and into a safety deposit box and stole a bunch of house deeds, could he just move into those people's houses? No. Is that right? <laughs> Is it? I don't Is that know. true? I'm like, I'm I, mean, asking. I actually don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah, um, that doesn't sound like it should be allowed. No, but I mean, once, <laughs> you put seems- it, once you put it as like NFT and blockchain, right? The blockchain is supposed to be immutable. So what, do you just make another one and invalidate that one? Well, then what's the point of no, actually I don't know. It on I, the blockchain, right? Just to speaking this out with you, I'm glad we have the Second Amendment here in the United States. That's all. Is that the that's right the- yield sleeveless shirts? Yeah, that that is the right to defend <laughs> your house from people who may have stolen the deed uh, at the bank somehow. Yeah, um, Cass is saying not in the UK. You actually can, same as squatting. Uh, apparently, the UK has some insane <laughs> squatting laws. I have not looked into it, but I've heard like ridiculous things about people just moving in and be like, yeah, and then they're like, yeah, no, we eh, like can't kick them out. Sorry. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? It's my house. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> a home deed sale is always tied to the title, which states the actual owner in Indiana anyways. Yeah, that sounds about right. I get it. Um, oh. Cool. Coinbase did a good Super Bowl ad. Uh, Canada authorizes, this one's hitting close to home, Canada authorizes emergency rules to cut off protesters' access to funds, including crypto. Canada. I love how they had to fit this story in. Trudeau, yeah. No, keep going. They're like, how could we make this uh, for decrypt? How could we we spin this sensationalist story? Oh, comma, including crypto. There we go. Well, no, they they said crypto by name. I'm sure. they, They pointed it out. But yeah, I'm sure, but that's not the point of this story. Come on, what is going on here? I, I, the, the the point of the story is Canada is, is trying to cut off funds to these people, comma including crypto. No, that's it's. Can you oh, tell us, it. sir? Can you tell us what is happening in your homeland uh, of Canada very quickly? You know what? I mean, it, it's you're hard muted. to say. Oh no, no, you're not. Never mind. It was the, the never mind. Never mind. You're fine. <laughs> okay. It's hard to say. I mean, this isn't happening in my hometown. Canada is a big country and this is uh, several hundred kilometers away. But um, yeah, essentially there was like a freedom rally of truckers, but it wasn't a lot of truckers. It's a lot of just pent up frustrated Canadians and people feeling like our COVID restrictions have gone on a little bit too long and have been a little bit too strict. Uh some people will say the prime minister has, uh, I'm trying to take a very neutral ground here, but um, some people will say the prime minister has had some missteps labeling a lot of them as racists or um, terror, like ties to terrorism and stuff like that. And anytime there's these big protests that are getting national coverage, there's always going to be some people in there that are probably not acting with the best of intentions, but there's a lot of people that are genuinely just frustrated right now. Long story short, yesterday they enact, uh, they, they, um, and, turned on the Emergencies Act, which apparently hasn't been used since 1988 to uh, quell 
peaceful protesting in a time of emergency. And as well, they used it to um, be able to seize and turn funds off without like warrants or any of this like diligence process at will. Um, and that includes access to cryptocurrencies. Now, that's not saying that they're banning cryptocurrencies or making it illegal to have anything like that. They're just taking the steps to be able to intercept and receive funds. A lot of people, including those that weren't even supportive of the initial Freedom Trucker rally, are very, very unhappy about this that is going on um, by the prime minister saying, like, we're we're getting a little bit too far here. And uh, there's maybe a slippery slope that people are um, worried about. And I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a it's been a long haul in Canada here. Um, Toronto was the biggest metropolitan city in the world, um, had the longest amount of time without uh, dine-in restaurants. They went over 500 days without allowing restaurants to have dine-in seating, eating. Um, and and it's just, I, I have friends in that city and I mean, they're just getting worn down. It's uh, it's rough. So tensions are getting pretty high around here. And this was a... Um, it was weird for him to come out and fight fire with fire this way because it's uh, I, I think it's backfiring in a, in a way that he wasn't expecting. <clears throat> All right, so here on politics, vaccines, uh, the border, and uh, Democrats and Republicans and everything going on right now. Here it is. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> or did it. you... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you're either winding up for something or your mic got rugged or you're not sharing. No, you know what? Yeah, honestly, I don't care about any of that shit. I don't even no, no, know what it, those things are. It's fine. Um, it was just the, there was some talk in the DJ and dojo about this and Ukraine and all of that stuff. It's whatever. I mean, we can move on, but uh, it was uh, it's a pretty big deal. And there are a lot of people saying bullish for crypto. Uh, Steve Aoki Ukraine, says Ukraine, me, Ukraine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whose bird it is, but. You keep the bird, I'll keep the bird, whatever. JPEG. Bird, bird is the word. Steve Aoki says he's made more money with NFTs than from 10 years of music advances. At a gala music event, the, the veteran DJ and producer said royalties don't even come close to paying musicians' bills. Um, I have some mixed feelings about this because I feel like Steve Aoki did very, very well for himself as a DJ. I, I think maybe there's some context here that isn't being said. I, he's talking specifically about royalties or advances or something. You know, most of their money is made from touring. I suspect that Aoki made a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money um, doing this. That being said, he's obviously a big NFT bull. He is in there degening it up just like anybody else. And, um, you know, he is a big advocate for Web3. I mean, if you want somebody on the side of music NFTs and developing in the space, not a bad person to, to have on your side as well. So um, I don't know. It was interesting. I just I read this and I was like, I, I don't believe it. I just don't. I love dance music. I love Steve Aoki and I love NFTs. All of these things are in this article. I love all these things. Does he have a lemon? <clears throat> yeah, he bought a lemon. There you go. He's good. Mm -hmm. He's part of the lemon. Yeah, he has lemons. Yeah. He has a ruby lemon, apparently, according to JRP. Yeah, I love Sanchez. Steve Aoki. I love his music. I love NFTs. Yeah. Cool.
Anyways, moving yep. on. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess one thing we were kind of talking about before um, in terms of NFT bear markets, and I actually want to just get your opinion on it, but I found this Origins tweet. Um, NFT fear and greed index is 46. It's neutral. Volume went back to monthly lows. Fearful volatility on the rise. Bear market becoming more and more imminent. Um I tend to view personally like just general sentiment and emotions and all of this as like almost a trading chart in and of itself. Right. And we did, we had a, we had a moment where we got to some extreme highs. We hit all time highs on uh volume in January. OpenSea had its biggest month ever by the 16th. Uh, you know, things were going crazy. I just, to me, it just feels like a natural time for a bit of a pullback, just like you see on the floor prices of NFTs, just like you see in the stock market, just like you see in you know crypto coins. You you get these big big rises, and then it's a time for a cool down. I don't think that this uh, bear market. I don't think it's going to be a bear market just yet. And I'm wondering what the definition of a bear market is for most people. Um, as you said, most people haven't experienced a true NFT bear market. If you have only gotten into crypto in the last two years, you have not experienced a crypto bear market. It is rough. It shakes out even the staunchest supporters. And, um, you know, of about a dozen friends that I knew that were like big in NFTs in 2017, I was the only one left standing. Uh, and I feel like that was an experience that a lot of people had. So, I don't know. I, I just I want I want to get the FMC take on what a real bear market looks like and where we are in terms of that because I don't think it's close. <clears throat> nope, we're not in a bear market. That sentiment indicator there would be all the way in the green if we were close to a bear market. We're either on our way to a bull market or close to the bottom of a consolidation period based on that little meter there. There's no, there's no, nothing in that meter indicates that we are uh, bearish. So, no, I don't well, that's, know. That's what market. I thought too, right? Like I just, you know, <laughs> you don't, I don't really know really what a bear, I, I don't know what a new bear market will look like, but we haven't experienced one since everyone got into NFTs last summer. But, you know, I understand everything's relative, right? When you've experienced the highs of an NFT bull market, the lows feel uh, the lows feel pretty bearish. So I know what everyone's going through, but nope, 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 yeah, nope, I think, nope. I think this is more of an instance of people being in NFTs for a long period of time. And like, here's the thing, right? The NFT market is 24-7, right? How many of you wake up, check your phone? check some floor prices, see what's going on in discords, see what's going on on Twitter. And then you roll out of bed, you get coffee, you sit in front of your PC or your laptop, you do some more NFT stuff. It really can consume you a lot, right? And when things are happening at light speed, there's all these projects, there's all these mints, the floor prices are going up, there's money to be made and everyone's having fun and people are chatting in the discords and you know everything's going, 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 going. The second that that pulls down, your dopamine is just looking for something else to just keep giving it a hit. And that doesn't mean that the whole market is in it. It just means that from your frame of mind or your perspective, um, you're, you're not finding your dopamine hits anymore. And that's okay. Like I said, go out and do something. Go, go, go find something in real life to do. It's fine. 
but this is not what a bear market looks like. I could tell you from, you know, somebody who held on to all of my crypto for three years during a bear market, it's fucking hard. <laughs> you stop consuming content. You go from checking in on it 20 times a day to checking in on it 10 times a day to checking in on it five times a day, once a day. And then it turns into once every couple of days. And then you stop looking at it for weeks and you stop caring. And um, you're, we're not even close to that. Believe me. That's what a bear market these is. Are, these, are, <clears throat> these are vague terms that shouldn't mean much to you as an individual. What should mean a lot to you is what your portfolio is doing because you are in control of that. You get to pick what's in there. And there's always a bull market somewhere. And I will help you find it. There you go. Mic drop. Um, Ella D is asking, does anyone else have this looming feeling that Kakodi is going to rock it? Um, I mean, we like yes. Kakodi. I, I think the Easy supply answer, of yes. it looks good. Yeah. Okay. There you go. They, uh, We did talk about their reveal going down yesterday. Um, they did end up having to delay it by a couple more days. Uh, Bomo, the uh, the founder of it, said they had some issues with the layering. And so hopefully that gets all resolved pretty quickly. Um, but, you know, they've been hard at work at the, the game that they're building. I don't even have a tab here pulled up for that, so I can't uh, put a visual on that. But, I mean, they've been working hard on a game that actually exists and is playable. Uh, and I have good feelings for that project once that starts to come to fruition because there's so many projects in this space that are just, you know, full of promises and empty dreams. Um, I have no idea what playing this game is going to look like or if it's going to be fun or not. I, I hope it is. But uh, but yeah, I mean, there is there is tangible um, products there that are going down. So yeah, I mean, I have a good feeling about Kakodi too. Yeah, they were they released their game demo, right? So it's basically somewhere you can kind of test out your characters and actually uh, give it a try. And in focusing all of their energy on the game, which is quite frankly one reason that these are doing so well in the pre-market, uh, it's been causing some of the delays because it takes a lot of time to get these things out. So we are very excited for the reveal. And yeah, I have a lot of high hopes for Kokodi. Yeah, I'm wondering if they do they have a game demo um, on there? Yeah, it's right here. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just pull this up on screen. It looks great. I mean, this is supposedly what this thing is going to end up looking like, uh, like Battle Royale style stuff. I mean, super cool, right? Yep. Cool. Um, we got that. Uh, I think biggest news of the day is going to be uh, Cool Pets actually going live now. Um, Milk is ready to go. There's going to be a bit of a process of getting it out. It looks like there's going to be um, a, you're going to have a scheduled time to be able to claim your milk token that starts at noon today and is spread out over 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, this is for them to manage block block chain traffic and smooth out surges. This is going to be on the Polygon network as well. Uh, they have the liquidity pool ready to go. They have put in 200 ETH 
and 60 million milk tokens. And when you work out the math on that, we're looking at about one cent per milk. Now, there's been some conflicting feelings towards uh, Cool Cat setting that price point. Um, but yeah, I was hoping maybe we could talk through it and, and, and see if this was going to be a good or a bad deal. And I'm so sorry. I thought I had the screen pulled up when I was talking about that. But um, yeah, one cent per milk. I mean, I, I know that you're, you'll probably have a good take on this. Yeah, I think it's interesting. They, they funded it with 60 million milk. And 200 ETH. That comes out to a price of one cent a mil. I don't know whether it's brilliant or ridiculous. I'm leaning towards brilliant because there's pretty much no impetus for people to dump right away. I don't think anybody's going to have enough milk in this air dry. You know, somebody like Psyduck, who gets 100,000 milk in his first day. Is his impetus <clears throat> going to be to dump for Take that thousand bucks? Thousand, thousand <laughs> bucks? No, right. In fact, if you are somebody who actually has access to that type of milk, you'd be much more likely to stake the liquidity pool. So instead of creating a situation where there could be some sort of insta dump, they're almost creating the insta pump. So sure. It'll be a race of bots to, to be the first ones to get in there. I doubt any of you are going to be paying one cent for milk, but I would expect it to get to 10 or 20 cents pretty quickly. And that's going to be a good look because buying begets buying. So I think uh, just on that fact alone, the bullish overdrop of this is the highest profile utility token that's ever debuted. Banana was the one before that. And there are a lot of, you know, niche underground ones like Zug Zug, but none of them really have mainstream ability, the ability to break through to the mainstream. And with Time Magazine as their partner, I expect Milk to be talked about a lot, uh, especially maybe this could even penetrate a mainstream news cycle because, wow, an NFT is paying people interest. Like we've known about this, but Channel 4 isn't going to pick up ethers right but they will pick up something like cool cats because it's eth grossman in time so this could become one of the most traded coins on the crypto exchanges overnight be a top 10 market cap be a top 100 market cap <laughs> that would imply a hundred to a thousand x here on milk we know it probably well, last, the only factor that I'm trying to rectify is the outside demand for an NFT utility token that people actually know exists and cares about and will have a ton of liquidity. I don't know. This could get very, very bullish. We will see. This yeah, I love I mean, I love that take on it that you were saying about, you know, setting that price low and then letting the market discovery happen upwards rather than just like setting it at what they predict the price to be. Um, right. I mean, from a pure perception standpoint, you know, if they decide that they want to stake the uh, liquidity pool, so it's about $3 per milk, then you're going to have obviously those people that are saying, oh, this is greedy, blah, blah, blah. If they, so, I mean, this just like blanket idea of one cent per milk is actually really interesting because like you said um you're going to be able to claim a lot of these but it's not going to be worth it to sell in fact the impetus is to just buy more right um and then let letting the price discovery happen that way i think is, is probably 
it, it wasn't my initial reaction, but talking through it, I think is the best case scenario for the Cool Cats team to have done it like this. I don't know how they win in any other way, honestly, you know? Right. I yeah, sir, go ahead. <laughs> it starts at 12 p.m. today. Cooltopia opens. One thing we haven't seen, how do the cats play into Cooltopia? We know they passively earn milk. Will it just be um, to feed your egg? Seems that way initially. Looks like it's going to be a large supply crisis. The way the, di- the way the dynamics of the game are, I do think a very large percentage of cats will decide to play early on. And that could be another function of keeping the coin cheap initially is that people will be more compelled to play and burn than to sell, right? Now, if it were me and I was thinking in a min-max mindset, I would just be stacking milk to wait for that inevitable pump above $1 because I definitely think it's happening. Then you dump a bunch of milk into that volume and you know in a few weeks you'll probably be able to buy 10 times as much milk back. Is there like a, a is it is there a hurry to evolve your pet? Like here's what we don't know. So you're going to be evolving these pets, and that's going to give them certain rarities. My guess is that there's only going to be so many of certain rarities, which is why there will be an impetus to race. Right? Like mm-hmm. people are all like, "Oh, there's no hurry in evolving your pet." Like. Why would idiots go and evolve their pet now when they can just... And the point is, the best gear, the best skins, or the, the rarest ones, all that shit, there's only so many of them. So you gotta, you're going to kind of have to race for those. So you, you're going to have a decision here, cat owners and, and pet owners. You either decide, well, I'm going to go for a very rare pet, so I better race and start burning this milk and, and acquiring these items I need to acquire, or... Maybe you're going to max minute and decide that this is just the interest I make for holding my cool cats that I love. It's going to be very hard to uh, implement both strategies unless you have a lot of cats and eggs. Yeah, I mean, the 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 long and short of it is basically just like you got to buy you got to use milk to buy items. You got to use items to evolve your cool pet. Um, there's like this little chart here where to go from egg to hatching is 10 interactions. And that's, you know, the interaction of giving an item to your cool pet hatching to hatch is 15 hatch to final form is 25. So all, all together there, you're looking at about 50 interactions. Uh, it's going to cost milk all the way through, which is kind of cool. And I'm hoping that, you know, they've, I, I would assume so. But I'm hoping that they thought about the tokenomics enough of it that, you know, it does provide some value to the milk token. And as you said, uh, you probably get above a dollar. I think that that's probably pretty reasonable. I just we don't know what it's going to cost for each of these items yet, I don't think. Right. And JCV, yes, it's random interactions to get the rare traits. It's not like you can choose what's rare. It was the same in Ether Orcs. You would roll. It was a probability roll when you were in these loot pools to try to get rare gear, but there's only so much rare gear. Okay. So unless you are playing the game from the beginning, like if you start evolving your egg two months from now, who knows if any of the ultra rare skins will even be left. The people who started playing immediately are going to be getting those skins or otherwise they wouldn't be that rare. So I, I, I don't know those specific dynamics because I had just heard cats yesterday going, well, why? There's no hurry to evolve your egg. 
well, there's a hurry if there's only so many rare skins and you care about having a rare pet. Now, the other thing here is cool cats haven't caught that cultural mainstream cycle yet. They're a partner with time, um, but they're not Bored Ape Yacht Club. They don't have intense interest from celebrities. I would argue your average person has no idea what a cool cat is, even if you showed them a picture. Whereas Bored Ape Yacht Club is largely the only JPEG most people know, maybe with the exception of a crypto punk. That needs to change for cool cats to break above that 20 ETH ceiling, I think, that they feel right now. And I think it's going to happen. Um, but I also think until then, until they get the culture premium, they're going to be very tied to the milk price. So now milk is going to basically, you're going to see the value base, the value of cats based on milk. That will be good initially. It could be bad if they don't catch that mainstream hype cycle before things start to abate into tax season. Because while taxes are a part of it, and there will be, it's not tax loss harvesting, it's just actually harvesting money to pay your taxes, because people have to pay their tax obligations. Um, There is, that starts off what is normally bearish seasonality for both traditional markets and NFTs. NFTs tend to start to go cold end of March, early April. And they tend to pick back up middle to late June. And that happens every year. I expect it to happen again this year. Will there be years where we buck the trend? Sure. But it will be so rare that betting on it or placing a large bet that it's going to happen is going to be negative EV over your lifetime, even if you're right this time or right before. So I don't mess with seasonality. Seasonality is the overarching way in which I think about liquidity. If we're going into what I know is a seasonally bearish period, I want to be raising liquidity into it. And we are going to see whether Cool Cats can catch a cultural cycle before that happens and maybe get that premium that keeps them above 20. Because they're worth, you know, I think they're worth 30 yeah no i mean i i love i love that idea of like it does have to cross like a different kind of paradigm to 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 reach those levels for sure you don't you don't see too many projects especially profile pictures just get to 28th and cross it without some kind of mainstream relevance because i mean at the end of the day when you when you break that number down you're looking at a 60 to seventy thousand dollar jpeg and the pool of people that can actually enter into that um and to continue to grow that floor just becomes so small that you're you're just talking about like wealthy people and honestly celebrities right like that's um that's those are the people that you need to kind of start maintaining that upward pressure as well and just like mainstream mainstream relevance as you said right a celebrity throwing a cool cat into their profile picture have we even really seen that yet there was some speculation that elton john was uh doing something with um moon pay but have we really seen a celebrity throw a cool cat as their profile picture in the same way that we've seen punks and bored apes i i suspect the answer is no 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 so and um, it is it's impressive what they've done before that and this feels very similar to when bored apes were at 10 e that was before they had really caught a mainstream hype cycle so it's just a matter of time for cats but 
people are always, you know, why is there this 14, 15 ETH resistance level they can't get above? And I, I do think that's what it is. I mean, you know, a lot of these cats were bought for 0.02. That is, that's a lot of money. Somebody asked this last week if this was a make or break moment for cool, uh, cool cats. And I think we kind of both said no, pretty, pretty hard. Now talking through and having done some more thought process, do you think that there becomes too much impetus on the token having value and that value being related to the price of cool, cool cats? Like, is it, is it going to create a natural block where if, milk token doesn't go to ten dollars then people are by proxy not going to value cool cats at 20 eth or whatever that kind of ratio would be where people feel like it's a yield um um utility i i don't know but yeah i I, ask me that again so i'm just saying when when you have a um an nft that is being staked and is earning you a yield in tokens right Mm mm-hmm the value of that token is now being tied to, as we've said, the value of the base NFT. You know, if something is generating a thousand tokens and each of those tokens are worth one cent, then it's generating $10 a day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now people start to assign a value to that NFT in their head being like, I'm not going to pay 20 ETH for something that's only generating $10 a day in value yeah. for me, right? And now I'm just like, and I know last week we kind of said, um, you know, is this a make or break moment for cool cats? And, you know, I think we both said no. And I'm just wondering if, you know, talking through that, that's changed at all for you. Because no, in my mind, a- there was that instance where I was like, huh, I wonder. Not at all. At, this is my point. This is why I was saying the value is now tied to the token. Right. So that short term, they better do something. Or right. yes, their value is tied to that token, and the token's going to see a very nice early pump, and then they better hit that mainstream hype cycle before that pump starts to uh, starts to fade. Or yes, oh, it's going right. to be okay. tied to yeah. the token. Yeah, yeah. no Damn. question. My mistake. I think I missed the uh, the connection there when I was. And listening. that's it. That's what I mean. It's too er- in a sense. It's too early for them to release a token, but they have this game. I, look, it's going to come down to how good this game is to play, period. Yeah. Period. It better be fun to play besides just for the money or we're going to have issues here. I promise. I promise. This They're billing this as Pokemon. This better be fun for people to play like Pokemon besides just making money off milk. Because the making money off milk is going to last three weeks. Yeah, it's uh, it is it is funny when these tokens drop and the initial reaction is like, oh damn, like I'm I'm earning two thousand dollars a day on this. Like the amount of money required to prop <clears throat> that up and make that sustainable is ungodly. Like that's and not you know. The problem is the cats are thinking about it the wrong way. They're they're going, oh god, don't go, don't be crazy. The the token's never going to get that. You guys are nuts for thinking the token's going to going to get that expensive that's setting them up to fuck themselves because when it does go there and they are making two thousand dollars a day it's going to be a surprise to them it's only down from there too they're going to be emotional they're going to be like oh my god we didn't expect this what is happening this is the bet instead of being rational like no we expected this to happen this is what happens with all tokens now we can play this rationally no they're going to get swept up in the emotion of it because they don't expect it. That's why I've been trying to tell people not because I, I don't I don't give a shit whether milk pumps or not. I'm not deep in cool cats. 
what am I out here trying to pump milk for my, I'm telling you what happens with these utility tokens. Don't disbelieve it. It's going to happen with milk. It's the highest profile token ever from an NFT. Yeah. Well, I mean, ape is on the horizon too, but, uh, on the horizon though, I like, this is what, this is, this is it. This is all, this is the first thing we have to trade that is popular and related to NFT. And it's going to have real liquidity. I really do wonder if uh, Bored Apes kind of just sat on releasing the Ape token to watch this go down, right? Because there's going to be some learning experiences one way or another that they're going to be yeah. able to pull from it. Because like you said, Cool Cats is kind of headed into uncharted territory um, with this. I mean, I guess you could maybe talk about Cyber Kongs being in there as well, but I, I don't think so. Um, it's not the same. No, and- I know. And like I, you know, if unless apes have compelling reasons to burn those tokens either, that's a very scary prospect to me. Ape token. Do they have a game? I know they had that mobile game, but I had no idea what the point of it was. That seemed weird, like a bust. Like, I don't know what the hell was going on there. I know they enjoyed it. I'm assuming it's going to be transactional in some capacity within their like yacht club kind of thing, right? Like use it to get into parties, use it for merch or whatever. And I'm sure outside people can um, use it to get that merch too, even if it's a pretty like a seamless interaction. Uh, I would hope that that's where they're going with it. I, you know, I, I think we've seen enough meme coins and, and whatnot enter the top 20, top 10 in uh, in coin coin market cap in there that something like Ape, Ape Token can be just meme enough to actually problem is, no, nope, nope, this isn't a meme. No, token. no, this is a utility. To, that's the issue. Meme tokens have no pressure. They don't, they don't, there's nothing, there's no expectations. It's a meme. It, it's there because ha ha ha, fuck you. These have great utility and fit into an eco. Unless they have fucking Wharton economists over there planning these tokenomics, I am nervous. All right. This is not easy shit. This is very difficult. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm more bullish on milk than ape token right now because I see how cool cats are attempting to actually burn this, right? <laughs> No, that, I mean, that's a wonderful point. And when you put it like that, it, it makes total sense. There's an expectation that Shibcoin never had. Shibcoin was just, it just existed. And, you know, you know, the dog coin started pumping and Elon maybe mentioned it and whatnot. Yeah, that's a it, totally, totally valid point when you put it like that. Um, all right. I, I don't know if you had to step out for the, for the second there. Are you still there? I didn't have to step out. It's just barking dogs. Yeah, mute it. <laughs> no problem. Um, anything else you want to uh, touch on with Cool Pets before we kind of move the move the train along? Twelve p.m. Eastern, one hour, eleven minutes. It's gonna be uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. We'll definitely have some stuff to recap tomorrow on the show and see how that's all going down. And I know, uh, I know, yeah. many Cool Cats are excited to stream themselves playing. I think they're going to be very. Uh, I don't think any of them have played these passive uh, passive games yet. We'll Not see. exactly a spectator sport. Um, <laughs> you're <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna oh, click a couple these, buttons and go. That was cool, and everyone's gonna go. Oh, these cute little naive cool cats—they're so adorable. They don't, you know. Oh, we're not yeah. here for the money. We're just Ether Orcs is a lot of around. fun to talk da, about, da, da, da. a lot of fun to theorize. But there's zero part of me that actually wants to watch somebody play Ether Orcs. Or did I just uh, say something sacrilegious? 
no, no, no. You, <laughs> Your awkward silence, I was like, ooh. <laughs> unless you're one of these like Max Min whales, you press like two buttons every two days and move along. And then you sit there and log on four times a day going, uh, can you just raid a little faster? I want to push more buttons. So we will see. You got it. Um, okay, moving on. Let's use the Cool Cats as a good transition into the slices of time. That went down Let's. yesterday. Uh, revealed, you got one. Uh, you, for for the reveal, you got a specific year in time in the uh, Time Magazine covers, and then it just kind of had a sliver of a bunch of the important covers throughout that year. Um, I managed to get 1923 and 1925, and uh, I did. You were so excited, and you even called me. I called, yeah. I was like, you know, I, I was going to live stream the burning process. No. You needed a witness <laughs> for your people pull. You just, yes. Someone has yeah. to see me. Yeah. Um, so I burned my 1923 one, which was less rare than the 1925 one that I had. And I have it pulled up here. Or maybe I clicked out of it like an idiot. Um, Stupid. <laughs> so I burned the 1923 one, and what did I get? None other than Google. A goddamn oh. rug. I got a rug. Yeah, they gave me a rug. Mm-hmm. That's actually very popular nowadays. Yeah. No, you know what? Nice like a thing. This is a floor um, floor burn, but uh, there have been some really good ones going down out there. Uh, you burned one as well. What did you end up getting? Another floor? Yes. I got a floor as well. So if you guys don't know, the the floor on the unburned timepieces was at about 0.2 when I was burning mine. The floor on the revealed pieces is about 0.09. So you're risking about 0.1 to go for a either drifter shoots, as you can see over here, a Klon or Vinny. Yeah, Uh, yeah, these are great ones. Um, bought this one for uh, yeah, one yeah. one point five ETH. Nice little yeah. mi- a nice little burn process for somebody, and you got to say you sold an NFT to Klon. Yeah, exactly. So that is why I think uh, a lot of people are having a lot of you know are having fun burning these things. But we both pulled commons, and that's usually what happens. But I love the gamification time built into these today. Yeah, yeah, the most expensive one being sold right now, or um, that has been sold, was just over two ETH. So it wasn't like this was like some crazy high-profile drop that was going down. But I mean, time just continues to do pretty cool stuff. Um, well, and definitely more innovative than the traditional companies that are like, let's do a mic drop NFT and make the shitty profile picture like Pepsi did. No offense. And I don't know if anyone's pulled a one of one yet. And that's one reason the premium mm. on the covers are going up. So no, you still have like a few days rips. I think there's a week of burning. If I'm not mistaken, you could burn for up to a week. Yeah. The, the date off the top of my head, I want to say it was the 23rd. I can really quickly uh, try and find that here. I think it was NFT.time. Yeah. I don't think people know how fun this is in the sense that as we get closer yeah. to this, yeah. Noon and Eastern, as, February 23rd. As we get closer to this date, if we haven't found the one of one yet, people sitting there with unburned ones are going to be very tempted to burn. Mm-hmm. And we could get to a point where there are very few of the original time covers left, and they're actually worth 
you know, a pretty penny, but the premium of maybe I could find a one of one will come out of them. So we are going to see. You may get the best bang for your buck could be selling an unrevealed right before the burn period ends. So yeah, this is like clone X vials mini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a great play right now. Like I would I would say if you were looking for a play, you could buy the unburned cover right here, hold it for 193 more hours and actually make some nice money. I would bet it's at least a double. That's not a bad play. I just talked myself into a play here, sir. There you go. Are you going to do it? Sure. Do it. I dare you to. Yeah, you won't sure. do it. Um, yeah, that's a trade. I'm uh, even even as I say it out loud. <laughs> well, now that you told everybody, yeah, I have to know. You got it. Yeah, that I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to 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 see how it ends up playing out because I do think these are great. I think I'm gonna stand pat on my one, um, nineteen twenty five. Who knows? The, the, no, you won't. The, the G-Gen in, you don't think I will? The D-Gen no, in no, me no. wanted to burn the second one right away. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. You, you can resist. Yeah, you could resist now, but uh, I guarantee you're going to, you're either going to burn it or sell it before, uh, before right. that 193 hours. You can't, it, it, the problem is we're going to get, we get bored, you know, 22 ETH alien sale for fuck's sake. Alien? Yeah, alien, you know, the, the alien friends. Oh, alien friends. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, I mean, we watch for the rares being sold before the pump. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they, <laughs> and now they flipped Cool Man's again. So, did they? They're back. Yeah. Just got hey, there. I, I am not unhappy with Cool Man's run. That's, uh, you know, we get so, uh, so tied up and we're going to be unhappy for the both of us. I do okay. You I are allowed more. to be unhappy. I want more. I uh yeah I mean cool man's just keeps taking a stab I'll pull it up time after time trying to get above that 2 eth floor that has been so um elusive towards it but and, 999 uh, just keeps selling species that's all I right. don't no don't tell me it's all right none of these well, things once are they're all out right. of once they're out of the hands I mean it's off to the rate I really do think that once it you we break that like two eth barrier on this project it is going to be off to the races I, I there is really a mind just feel like it's just like right there there is a mind-boggling amount of supply around two eth mind-boggling yeah, yeah. Yeah, I once those once we're able to get those switched switched hands, right? I think it's uh you, you reset the I think the resistance becomes the floor, right? Ish. Yes. That's right. my feeling. Yeah. So bearish. So bearish. Mm. It's all right. Mm. Don't worry. Lemons will lemons will lemons will get their run first. I think lemons will have the run before cool man's. Yeah, I I think I think I think hitting that 1.92 ETH kind of ceiling that Cool Man's keeps hitting is gonna cool it off a little bit too. The volume on that has been really really good over the last couple of days, and I don't know if it can keep keep going the way it has been. But uh, but yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw the um, the restream link up into the uh, Moon Lounge chat. If anybody wants to join us, you're more than welcome to come up for a little bit. There's a couple other topics that we're gonna, you know, just talk about. Um, 
I don't want to say more casually, but uh, Serial Club is probably the next one up that we have. Some people have been mentioning a lot that thread that was dropped by NFT Ethics. And uh, I'm going to share it up here right now. If I can find my screen. Uh, God, where is it? There it is. Um, (laughs) I saw the other uh, the other cash grab pop up real quick. What's that? Squiggles? No, Tasty Bone. Oh, I have Tasty Bones up here too. Yeah. Uh, quick check in. Tasty Bones is fallen. It's uh, it's gone from a two point five, two point six. It's fallen to fifty times what it's worth. Oh yeah, I mean this thing is rapidly falling. You know, is what it is. Um, NFT ethics serial club that is minting today is a scam associated with squiggles and having a mint price of 0.5 via Dutch auction going to 0.1, which worst case would net the project 11 million USD team is completely anonymous and no roadmap other than some abstract nonsense claiming they are backed by fortune 500 companies, VCs, investors, traders. But of course there's zero evidence of that claiming that they will use profits for charity as well. We all know what that means. Many of their OG members have been banned from the Discord and they are increasing their whitelist spots to include friends of the moderators, administrators. The vast majority of all NFT projects coming out now are scams by a group of interconnected people. If in doubt, don't mint. Some tweets by others that confirm that the people were banned from their Discord, always an extremely red flag, and whitelist spots were not given to active community members, but to famous slash successful people and friends of the insiders. Um, is there one more tweet on this? Let's just turn the music down a little bit. No, I think that was the end of it. Um, this definitely wasn't as in depth uh, <laughs> as the uh, the Squiggles expose. Um, I don't disagree with a lot of what he's saying. There's definitely some red flags in here saying backed by Fortune 500 companies, VCs. This person worked there. Blah 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 blah. Um, if you want my biggest red flag is I just think that it is pretty low effort stuff. It's not nearly as good as doodles. It's not nearly as good as other derivatives that we've seen. It's got an insane amount of hype that has been manufactured. And uh, and here we are. I, I'm, I'm really put off by the Dutch auction too, but that's been unfortunately way too commonplace. I'm hoping that, um, you know, projects that are minting out like 10,000 things starting at a Dutch auction should just, you know, not really be doing it. I, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to do some math on it. This doesn't, the, the one thing that kind of bothers me about this is if it mints out at 0.0, or sorry, 0.1, and it's a 10,000 PFP collection, which uh, it is not, it would be 1,000 ETH, and quick math on that would be $3.5 million. So I, I don't know that like worst case scenario is $11 million. I think, you know, it's an easy thing to say, and if people don't fact check it, um, they just start spouting that number off. I think that uh, NFT ethics can do a little better in regards with that. But um, but yeah, here we are. People wanted it brought up, so I'm going to bring it up. I, I I mean I don't know. We've we've talked about this before. This di- you know this um, theme of all of the 3D profile pictures that exist uh, that are just being copy and pasted, and you know with different animals on top of them. Uh, Squiggles was an absolute shit show. I, I mean, I don't know how much more we can actually talk about this stuff. It's going down. Unfortunately, it's probably hyped enough to just mint out. I, 
I don't know. I think that NFT ethics is a, a whiny little bitch who shouldn't be the person that we look to to blow the whistle on these things. This report is weak sauce. Uh, I, I thought so too. I thought I so too. I don't need NFT ethics to tell me what is a scam and a rug. This is a scam and a rug, but I don't need NFT ethics to tell me that. And I didn't need them to tell me that about squiggles either. This, I mean, these are stupid, low effort projects with no reason to exist. The biggest red flag for me is the number of followers they have on Twitter. It's fake. This is all fake. I, I don't care about this NFT. This guy is a fucking more. First of all, he doesn't even type well. He doesn't even write out his shit well. This NFT ethics guy trying to blow the whistle. On da, 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 it's stupid. At the same time, cereal. I, feel like club, I had a hard time bones. reading that. <laughs> yeah. Cereal Club, Tasty Bones, there's no reason for any of these products to exist and they're all going to go to zero. The only reason people are excited to mint them is because it's free arbitrage for dumping on people who are unsophisticated in this industry. If stealing money from newbies is what gets you off, then go ahead, mint all of these. Get your whitelist arbitrage. I don't really care. These are, these are, these are low effort cash grabs that are going to zero and I don't need NFT ethics to tell me that. Yeah, I mean, what? There's there's uh, screenshots of four tweets there from people that are uh, begrudging the fact that they didn't get whitelist on this and or, or got banned. But there's zero context behind what these people are saying. To you know, mm-hmm. uh, I just you know, the problem. Th- th- this is-, is this is the sticking point here. Worst case would net the project eleven million more than eleven million dollars. I just is that that's not true. Correct? Like, am I doing right. math wrong in my head? Mm-hmm. I, it, it, I agree. That- I agree, Omelt. Spreading the word, he is. And that's fine. The problem is when he uses weak sauce as his evidence, you get a bunch of people that could point to the holes in what he is saying. So he actually does a disservice because now when you put out something like this, you have a bunch of people who are on the whitelist who are going to point to the holes in it and say the FUD isn't true. The FUD is true. He's just making a very terrible case for it and not giving any evidence. All right. People don't understand how dangerous it is to try to take something down in the public eye. When you roll around in the mud with pigs, both of you get dirty. Nobody comes out clean. All right. So that's why you have to be very careful when talking about these product projects. All right. They use very clever wording. And they use very egregious marketing tactics to get these things to where they are. That's all you need to know about these things. It, there's nothing unique here to NFTs. This happens in the traditional world for all sorts of products and services all the time. It's easy spotting them in traditional commerce. And it's easy for me to spot them in NFT commerce. You don't give projects like this your money. If you do, you're just doing it for the mere fact that you're trying to dump on unsophisticated people. That's your bag. That's your bag. Go for it. I will not participate in these things. Yeah. So I actually did pull up a calculator to make sure I was getting this right. Um, If the entire project mints out at 0.5, which is the highest Dutch auction price that it has, it will net $12 million. Obviously, it scales down dramatically from there. And you know, to Omelt's point of saying, you know, and you touched on this, spreading the word through and potentially saving hundreds of people from getting rugged. Yes, that is a noble cause. And honestly, you know, 
we we pounded free market, especially at the table, on squiggles because there was some seriously damning evidence there. Uh, particularly the fact that it out as a doodles derivative and how quickly they changed in the face of a DMCA and changed the project. Um, all of the weird stuff that they were doing, the auction or the whitelist after the auction and reducing the price, like all of the writing was on the wall there. And sure, Serial Club has a lot of red flags, but when you are rolling around in the mud, as Free Market eloquently put it, you you got to be so careful because he's literally and this is this is what's bothering me in the main tweet which worst case would net the project greater than 11 million dollars and that's just simply not true and i hate that because people are now going to reference this tweet and maybe the base of it is true maybe there's a large list of red flags that he's more than uh, happy to share and i can't disagree with a lot of them the roadmap in particular being you know particularly shit but in the main tweet, he's saying $12 million or $11 million. Like now everyone's going to say, we can't give this project $11 million. Do the math. It's not, it's not accurate, right? Right. When you're dealing with the stuff, you better be damn sure that what you're saying is 100% true. A 60-page document about squiggles and who the founders are tied to and the in-depth research and screenshots of conversations and all of that stuff that went down is pretty good evidence and they did a great job of tying it all around but this is just a really quickly written out four post thread with some people that were upset that they didn't get whitelist again i'm not minting serial club i'm staying away from it too i just you know again i i, I don't know in what other way that i can say that it just bothers me when um there's misinformation in a post that is is trying to point out misinformation it just discredits it honestly um Cass, what's going on my man gm 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 how's it going man we're good how are pretty you pretty great how about you bro yeah living living the dream man positive uh tested positive tested negative Woo! so Woo! Yeah. We're there. We're there. And you're feeling better? You're on the mend? Good to go? Top of the world? Mm, I wouldn't say top of the world, but I'm getting yeah. there, man. And it's a process. Well, I, I can't even... Well, I'm good enough to be on here, so I can't be too bad. <laughs> How are things in the world of NFTs? Yeah. Lovely. Wait for next week, honestly. Next week is the excitement. The real yeah. excitement. Yeah, I think so. I think so because there's what there's that weather report, there's Wonder Pals, Invisible yep. Friends, Star Catchers, yep, and a yep. holy yeah, which which is a kind of perfect timing before that that end of March April slump. So um, I yes. think that time is really good. You know, I, I can I can I can really see like those will take off. And then they'll come back down because people are going to want to take profits because, yeah, they need to pay their taxes. Raid Party might actually be launching this weekend too, fingers crossed. Oh, that's well, yeah. I think I'm looking forward to cool, the, the whole Cooltopia thing, to be honest. It looks good. They have great branding. It's good, good, yeah. good feels. Yeah, I just, want, I just can't wait to play the game. Just can't yeah, wait. how many uh, pets did you end up getting? Oh, uh, just one. Just one, yeah. Yeah, just the one. Uh, put it on whitelist. So what? Uh, what element would you shoot for? I don't know if we're gonna be like you know 
What, what element would you shoot for if you had a choice? Fire. Nice. Yeah, fire. Like, it kind of goes with my Star Wolf. So, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> goes with the Star Wolf, goes with the car. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've, got, I've got the Lemon Car sorted out. So, yeah, I, I want to get a few more for yeah. Star Wolfie. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. And also, Alifia AI, they released their token as well, which done pretty well. So, I was happy with that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. love that project. I, you've talked about that a bunch. Yeah, yeah. That, so it, it kind of it kind of went off the bat at zero, what, five cents? So, um, and remember, there was a glitch. So it's just free money at the end of the day, which I made from that. So I was kind of happy with that. Nice. Yeah. Like You're, uh, another project that you talked about, Ali and, and Friends, is uh, live now too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's live. Um, it, it got um, it got not botted. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Scammed? Scam like um, oh, oh did it? Shit! Yeah, so it's typical. Um, on on the moment it was meant to release, uh, scammers managed to get into the Discord. Started oh, to, yeah, started to put a whole bunch of um, started to put a whole bunch of um, you know, links mint here blah 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 um i managed to sort that out within about five minutes and yeah now now they're on their first stage of minting which the whitelist people are allowed to mint to and yeah. then tomorrow uh, there's another whitelist section where you're only allowed to mint one yep so i'm waiting for that one and then it's going to go live to the public so yeah i, I can see it doing okay so yeah. there's ten thousand of them yeah I think that about two and a half thousand have just been minted. Yeah, yeah, thousand have been minted. Distribution seems okay. So, um, yeah, it, 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 the reason why I'm interested in it more than anything else is because it's a it's a it's a real Chinese play. You know, it, it's a it's a it's I've done a bit more research on it. They've got their own program on um, not Netflix on Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, they've got like a little um, series on YouTube, um, but I don't know exactly how big they are in China. But you know, you you Google Ali the Fox, and he turns up. And I think the art's nice. Okay. Looking into it a little bit too. Apparently, this is one of like the OG like 2006 uh, emojis, and as they were affectionately referred to back then as emoticons. Um, so that a little interesting history there as well with it. Yeah, they have got history. Uh, the, 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 it's, it's a well-known character, from what I've been told, in the Asian hemisphere. So, um, yeah, that's what interested me to start off with. You know, it's not a derivative. It's not a copy of something. And yeah, it just seems okay. I mean, it's at 3x at the moment, so yeah. it's still something. Uh, min price is at 0.1. Yeah, you know what? I actually, uh, truth be told, I did buy a couple of these before the show. Um, I'm not going to be able to get in on it on the the pre-sale. And I I don't know, minting lately for me has been um, 
difficult. I, I especially with things like sitting well above mint, they just they just get hammered on so well. Um, you know, by by people that are actually talented at minting, and I, I just feel like I get left in the uh, the dust in regards to that. So um, I, I think I'm gonna. I, I bought two of them, and I'm gonna just just kind of hold on to them to see what it is and uh, and see if it can get some traction because I think there's enough of a history there, and uh, and you know if their previews are any indication, they actually look all right too. Yeah, definitely. But then there's, there's, there's things I'm noticing as well um, that you would think because they're branded, they will hold and they haven't been holding. I mean, I saw like Bud Light, Pepsi, the Pepsi mic drop, um, time pieces as well. I expected them to be a bit higher than where they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's, is that going to be a trend going forward that, you know, your, your mainstay, your main um, branded companies in the real world that might not flourish in this world? Uh, I'm wondering. Uh, I, think, I think at the end of the day, some of them just weren't very good. Yeah, is that as well? <laughs> no you look at those, those Pepsi mics were pretty uh, low effort, if you ask me. But then saying that it was free. Yeah, true. You know, so there, there is there is that to consider. You know, they, they could have got away with it as it being free, and they would turn around and say like, "Well, it's free," and it was our first one. And free. Literally, Did, didn't they? Um, weren't they the ones that originally put the A in the the WGMI? And they were like yes, tweeting, "We are in White make Castle it. or something." Oh, White Castle, know. right, right, right. <laughs> White Castle. That's that's. Have they got an FTL? I think they did actually release one. Yeah. Really, I'm gonna have to check that because I'm a massive Harold and Kumar fan. Yes, great movie. Honestly, once when, when I came, to, I've seen that. When when I came to the states, that was the first place I wanted to go to. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, even, they're not even bad. The staff, the staff there were so. What's the word? American, <laughs> right? Like it was so dare, dare I ask? That is uh, the word. Yeah, that. Well, that's the way we would say over the over the pond, to be honest. But it was just so like, oh my god, this is actually like White Castles. Even the people behind the be, be, behind serving were like typical White Castle people. It was just yeah. perfect. Yeah, the food was nice, man. I enjoyed it. Love it. Oh, what's your what's what's your uh, like go to fast food in in uh, Britain? In Britain, um, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I I love Burger King. I love a Whopper. Oh man, nice! Um, Burger King is so underrated in the in the grand fast food scheme. Everybody shits on Burger King, at least here. But it, uh, man, the Whoppers are exactly exactly like um, so tasty, so nom nom. Um, compared to McDonald's Big Mac, if you if it's like Big Mac or Whopper, come on, yeah. there's no question. That flame grilled patty, oh, come on. I love uh, A&W, actually. That's my What's jam. What's mm. You have A&W, right, Free Market? Yes, we do. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're actually not popular around New York, but you got to go uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, you'll see them. A&W is... Um, 
root beer yeah. brand. Yeah, root beer is uh, is their kind of their big thing. They have amazing onion rings, and they have the uh, teen burger combo. It's like the family thing. There's the Papa burger, the Mama burger, the teen burger. The yeah. Mm-hmm. I am claiming a training dummy. So the the ogres they make training dummies because. In order to loot certain loot pools with ether orcs, you have to be a certain level. So you have to train. Now you can either train passively by going into training mode, and then you get three levels every eight, excuse me, one level every eight hours. So three a day. Or these ogres that make training dummies, you can just feed these training dummies to your orcs, and it automatically makes them go up four levels. So. I got a new ogre yesterday. I minted, I got 60 bone shards. I minted myself a new ogre. He's at level 31 right now because I put him right into training. I just claimed a training dummy from my other ogre. I'm going to feed it to this guy. It's going to make him level 35. So then I could roll him to a plus 12, which means he will make me 1.2 training dummies a day, which is 12 zug or $24 based on the zug price right now. Zug price is $1.75 last time I checked. Yeah. All right, so uh, almost $20. Funny you should say that. I'm actually looking at an Olga because they've, they've gone down in price. Yes, yes, they've started to go down because a lot of the whales are uh, are making so many of them that they're dumping them on the floor. Does it, they went so much faster than shamans. A lot of people were stacking bone shards during the shaman phase, and ogres look like they're going to mint out very, very quickly. I don't even know if I'm going to get another ogre. They're minting out so fast. I may sneak in one more and end up with three, or I'm contemplating whether it's better to just save up for mages. I got to consult with Icon, and huge shout out to Icon. We gave away two Battlefly whitelist spots yesterday, courtesy of Icon, who brought them to us. And that is a game, a strategy game on the Treasure Dow ecosystem. So pumped for that. But when I need to know something about orcs, I either consult with Icon or Lucas. Those guys, uh, those guys know their stuff. Funny you should say that. Battlefly. Um, I, I, I kind of um, first I came across it with Habibis. Mm-hmm. Then with the ether orcs. Now correct me if I'm wrong. If you hold an ether orc or a shaman, yeah, uh, you get on the whitelist for that. Am I correct? Yes. Um, I don't know if it's or- I. I- was it automatic? Because I got on the whitelist for it because of that. I was able to get in there and got it because of orcs. I thought I won it. Did I win it? No, I think it's... Say, they, I gotta get in. Automatic? Yeah, it's automatic. They've done a... No. Um, shop. no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks great. And then and, you're able to get uh, the, 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 the butterfly with the, with the god orc on it, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool as well. Yeah. So do you guys know how, like, the popular thing last cycle was this avalanche thing called Jewel, which, like, combined um, an RPG, a medieval RPG with, like, uh, a dex. There was a dex built into it, so you could, like, trade coins and earn the underlying token and all that stuff. What is From this? What I've seen, it was called Jewel, 
DeFi Kingdom. It was called DeFi Kingdom was the name of the game. And their utility token. About that actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their utility token was called Jewel. It's actually, st- it's on Avalanche, I believe. It's an Avalanche coin. There is an Avalanche coin Damn, called Harmony One, I think. So it's on the Harmony One ecosystem on the Avalanche L1. And again, it was one of the more popular plays from like the DeFi guys I watch. It was like almost how I was like, huh, they're not quite doing NFT gaming, but I see the DeFi combining with the gamification over there, right? So what I am hearing is that this cycle, Magic and Treasure DAO is going to be what Jewel and DeFi Kingdom was last cycle. That's what I'm hearing from the people I trust. So I'm getting pretty bullish on this whole magic set. Any way you can get into that ecosystem, I would uh, recommend. Damn, this looks so cool. This is DeFi Kingdoms. I didn't realize that <laughs> that's what this was. Yeah, yeah. Cool, right? Interesting. Don't go buying Avalanche, please. What's your thoughts on Arbitrum? I'm. It is my favorite L2. It is, it is not yet ready for uh, the main stage. Like right now, I would love for orcs to go over to Arbitrum versus Polygon. But given, poly, given Arbitrum's size, it is still very expensive to, com- to compute on there versus something like Polygon. So that is why I think... Uh, that is why I think it is still in its infancy in that sense. But if I had to pick, if you made me own one L2 and said you had to hold it for the next five years, it would be Arbitrum hands down without even thinking. And my last question I think I've got, which is Kaijus. I am I am salivating over mm-hmm. these kaiju, mutant Kaijus. Yeah. They are sexy to fuck. Oh. Uh, yo, it's crazy. So, you know, it's funny. We know how much I love. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yo. No, no, no. Go on, go on, go on. I was just going to say how much I love the babies and the mutants. Like, yeah, I, you know, the gens, they're so good looking. But when you go through the traits of the babies and now the mutant, this is next. These are next level NFT. Kaijus are so slept on. It's nuts. It's nuts. Oh, I love it. Even even when I got into the, the well, you know me, man, all about fucking community and shit. But the moment I oh. went to Kaiju's, oi, oi, like Star Wars vibes, man. Not quite Milk there. Milk is but, live. But I oh, was live already. Milk is live. 80 ETH buy on Milk. It's mooning. Chipper Howe bringing us the, the breaking news. Are you sure we're not getting trolled? Because I have to check Bear Market Bears at least once a fucking show to make sure that I'm not getting trolled here. Milk is mooning you. I know. Now I gotta I'm go totally... milk, dex tools. Yeah. Milk. How do we get this? Oh, it'll be in the dojo. I'm sure of it. There we go. Milk price to US dollars. Is that per liter or what? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what did I just click on? Yeah. Someone send the link, please. Oh, it's, it's selling. I got a polygon scan here. I'll pull it up. Oh, it's the polygon one, isn't it? Oh, no, that's the that's the ether scan. Oh, that's what it was. I was on polygon because of because uh, of orcs. Let me feed my orc his training dummy. 
Yeah, I, I can't I can't check that at the moment because every time I put my Discord on, that's it. Like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I don't know. Or should I train this orc to level 65 and go for max gear? No, I got a burn. So I don't have enough Zug to do that. I'm not a baller. Hey, and Biz, you want to just send me a bunch of free Zug because we're buddies? <laughs> <laughs> About a that gallon goes, of milk. That, that plays right into his max min strategy, sending sending random morons free milk. I mean free Zug. So wait a minute. Yeah. Now yeah. is milk because I was under the impression that milk would be on Ethereum and gold would be on Polygon. Yes, correct. Yeah, there's no, no P milk. There's no pea milk. They, there will be gold. On they, mentioned that Paul, they mentioned that milk was on Polygon and that they're working on a bridge to ETH right now. But I think natively it's starting on Polygon. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that was in one of their announcements I think I had up on the stream. It, it said, um, I'll pull it up. Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Uh, here's my question. How much is this going to break Polygon? We are We are about to see. <laughs> what kind of load Polygon could handle? This is going to be a very interesting experiment. Oh, I'm, I'm okay, worried here, about orcs. Here's the milk chart. Yay! Oh, <laughs> 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 you got me. <laughs> oh, Boom! I told I told R two yesterday. I want that on a sound effect. We're like, we have a button, and we can just push it. We'll have like five different sound effects for that meme and then we just push a button and it pops up on screen like you ask a question someone says things boop, gary pops up there gary was, you fucking chad that one was, look that one look saved his whole uh, nothing no one has anything bad to say about gary v ever again he's a made man the, the thing is i was gonna ask in regards of celebrities and shit we were talking you guys were talking about steve aoki yeah um what celebrities Bar Paris Hilton and Snoop um, and Steve. Listen to me like I know them, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> first name basis over here. <laughs> um, apart from those three, who else would you say celeb wise treats the NFT space as if they're not a celeb? Um, like, you mean like they do a good job of just kind of integrating themselves into it? Like, to Basically, just be a. Yeah. Uh, Blau. Oh yeah, I actually forget that he is like a, a normal celebrity. Yep, Blau. That would be the only one I could think of off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of other good. Do you have somebody in mind here? Uh, um, oh, I just wanted to hear your guys' take on it because <laughs> I, I I can't. I, I won't say I can't stand celebrities. I just I just think a lot of these people that come into the space they're just trying to make a little bit extra money than what they already make that's why i was a little bit annoyed with what steve aoki was saying like oh i made more money on nfts than i have ever done in the music career which i think fuck off like <laughs> you, you have made good money off the music industry my friend and now you're chatting shit so i i, I didn't like that personally right um where i have a lot of respect for snoop because he mm -hmm. doesn't Go by the name of Snoop. He goes by the name of Como Demichi, and right, you know, and he, he he goes 
he understood by doing that it, it's the whole pseudonymous mm-hmm. you know web free which we all love and i i enjoy it and love it more than anything else and that's why i have a lot of respect for him but um yeah i i, I was a little bit hyped up when you guys were talking about steve and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna call him Steve if he hears this, bro. I was like, yeah, your name is Steve, Bredwin. Like, yeah. I mean, his name is Steve. <laughs> yes. You know, so don't expect me to call you Aoki, fam. Like, or, or yeah, Mister Aoki. Aoki, no, fam. Like, Tropics can play, can play music like you, fam. Like, and DJ like you, and yeah. Because this is the thing, what I, what, what I feel, isn't it? Like, if people... Like, we just look at Tropics as an example. I remember when he turned up in... He's so... So that guy fucks. That you guy know? Fucks. You know? And, um, yeah, like... And he's done well in the industry, and now he's a web-free celeb DJ, I suppose. Yeah. Um, which then shows that anyone in this industry can... You know, it's a different world, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not really keen on these in real day world people thinking they can come into here and do the same shit. No, no I, I look, I, I, I just view the market as the weather, right? I some things I don't report? like. Yeah, the weather report, which is a great project coming up. Looking forward to that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's the weather. When it rains, I like to open an umbrella. I don't like to uh, complain that I'm wet. And I'm not saying you're complaining. What I think is that things like the social justice trend we just went through with Bradley being, you know, vanquished and all that type of stuff. And then celebrity trends that we see all that. These are functions of every market we exist in, every industry, every part of life. I, this is the weather to me. I, I don't like it when it rains, you know, and again, I'm using a metaphor. I love the rain just for all the rain maxis out there, but I don't necessarily, it's not that I, when it rains, I complain. I either wait for a sunny day or, or open an umbrella. And, I, and that's what I think it is. If I see shit like this, even, you know, even all these cash grabs and scams, I educate people. And beyond that, I'm just going to let it go. I don't care. I don't give a shit what Fishy Fam does anymore or Squiggles. I feel like people understand what's going on there. They want to continue to support those things. That's up to them. And the thing I say all the time, now these NFTs belong to the community. I hate that these opportunists continue to make the royalties, but I, I would much prefer that these scam artists continue to make royalties and you guys have a good bag than to see all you guys lose money just so these scam artists get pushed out there. These are yours now. These collections are yours. I hope they all do well. Any, I know some have been delisted, whatever. I'm talking about the ones I've talked about. I hope all these collections do well because they belong to the community. Not these fuckheads who made them. Sure, free market. This is the first iteration I made for you, okay? Oh, yes. 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 Why, why, why is he? Why is he? Why is he beside me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby. This is good oh, stuff. <laughs> give him a kiss. Uh, don't give him a kiss. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times on the Alphaman show. What a time is it? Eleven thirty. Ah. What time are you not leaving? What time are you kicking me off? What time am I kicking you off? <laughs> I think we probably we probably wrap it up um, now, unless if, if you have anything else you want to talk about. 
No, I just chat shit anyway. So yeah, we can wrap it up. No, that's good. I always love having you up here, man. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll probably see you guys tomorrow. I'm good with that. Yes, yes we sir. We will be here 9.30 a.m. like we are every weekday morning. Right, you have a great day and I'll probably see you in the dojo. Yeah, you got it, man. Thanks, you, guys. Peace. Oh, fuck. I cut him off. He was saying peace. Um, free market. What else you got? Anything else before you want to wrap this baby up? That's it. Uh, milk is live. Cooltopia in 26 minutes. I'm going to be playing some uh, some egg games here. I'm going to be cracking some eggs, making some got, pets. What do you got going on? 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. We have the first Orc Community Spaces. This is going to be mm. where beginners, intermediates, experts, we all get together. We are going to talk everything orcs. This is basically a beginner's guide. If you are just getting into orcs, if you've been curious about it, if you just want to understand what P2E gaming is and what it is like, please tune in. Twitter spaces tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Go to Maz's Twitter account right now. That's at 0xMaz. You can See it there. I'll be retweeting it throughout the day. Woo! So pumped for that. Zero X J Maz. Zero X J Maz. Uh, apologies. Is there a Zero X Maz out there? I got to find. Yeah. I'm going to get you that Twitter account, Maz. You're gonna, I don't know who gonna... this person is. I don't know. I've been putting out. I've been putting out my feelers. I'm going to get at FMC and at Maz. You want at Maz? I'll get that for you, babe. Don't yeah, I don't know who this is. Cybersecurity. Tell the world that dreams never die. I don't know who that is. We got you. But yeah, zero X J Maz. Good follow on Twitter too. Um, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for everybody tuning in. Uh, it has been a good Tuesday. We are going to do it again on Wednesday. Then we will do it again on Thursday. And then, hey, let's fucking do it again on Friday. Why not? That's what we're here for. Um, on behalf of myself, Free Market, Alpha Mint, all that great stuff. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in and uh, free market. Get us out of here. Good luck at the tables, Pixel. Ooh.